Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. What does it mean to live under spiritual authority? You gave us three points yesterday that we are to be subject to the authority of God's word, subject to the authority of the Holy Spirit and subject to spiritual leadership that God has put in place. And I guess, Colin, that there are implications of challenging God's elect, therefore. There are. But let us talk first about real spiritual authority and unreal, false spiritual authority. Unfortunately, there are a lot of people out there, and I'm sure many of them are listening to me as I speak, who have been hurt, and sometimes seriously hurt, by wrong spiritual authority. And I can only, I can only say, you know, how sorry I am that there, there is so much wrong spiritual authority out there. And if people have been hurt by that, please don't turn off, but go on to listen to what real spiritual authority is about. Because there are a lot of people that abuse the positions that they're in because they don't actually exercise true spiritual authority, but a false kind of authority. And the reason for that is, as I've been saying all week, we can only really exercise God's authority in as much as we're submitted to his authority. So if you have people in authority who are not truly submitted to God, they're not walking in close dependence upon the Lord, they're not living in obedience to him themselves, then they will not be able to exercise proper authority within the church, no matter what their position so that's when people get hurt because if if uh, people in leadership positions are not exercising true spiritual authority then they tend to be authoritative and to be authoritative is false authority it, it is sort of a, a false addition of the real thing authority is the real thing being authoritative is 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 the wrong thing and when, when that happens, people will get hurt because the leadership will do the very thing that Jesus warns against. They will lord it over people. They will manipulate people. They will actually appeal to their position rather than what I've been talking about, the Word of God and the Spirit of God um, to justify the decisions that they make. And I've had to pick up the pieces in countless numbers of lives where people have been under the wrong kind of authority. Now, I said at the beginning of the week that we teach this in our Bible school. We teach true spiritual authority because we want to make men and women of authority so they've got to learn how to be under God's authority. And every year I know that there will be students there, some of them just young people, who have been seriously, seriously hurt by the wrong kind of spiritual leadership. And therefore, this is a very delicate subject, it's a very painful subject, uh, because it, it brings up within them uh, all these memories of the hurt that they've experienced. And 
sometimes that hurt is of a very, very serious nature. Um, you know, somebody being made to marry someone that she didn't love, didn't want to marry, because the elders said that was the person that God was telling her that she must marry. I mean, you can get things like that happening, which is really an abomination in the sight of God. Uh, you can't put it in any, because of course the marriage was a disaster. And, uh, you, and many other situations, you know, where people are seriously, seriously hurt by the wrong exercise of authoritarianism. How is it that a leader can start off well, but then go off at a tangent? Because everything depends upon relationship with God. Jesus says, abide in me and I in you. Stay in me. Stay living in close relationship and fellowship with me. Abide in my love. Stay in my love. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my Father's commands and remain in his love. So if the people in leadership get out of obedience, get out of submission, therefore, because disobedience is a lack of submission to the authority of God's word and spirit in a person's life. So if the leadership is not in the right place with God, then they will not be able to exercise true spiritual authority. It's as simple as that. And even though, you know, a person once was doesn't mean he now is unless he stays in that right relationship with God. But let's talk about the real spiritual authority, because why is this so important to God? Well, we could say because it represents his authority, but there is a much better or, or much um, more advantageous uh, reason for all of us. To be under the right kind of spiritual authority is to be under God's protection. God, God raises up true spiritual leadership to protect his people so that they can be guided in the right way and, and they can together be able to fend off all the distractions, all the attempts of the enemy to seduce people into wrong things, not just into sin, but into deception. That good spiritual authority will therefore help people to discern whether what they're hearing is really the voice of God or whether they're listening to themselves or whether they've been listening to deceiving spirits. To live under the protection of God is to be in a place of absolute security. So this is why in Scripture you see the leadership is told to guard the flock that is entrusted to you. Uh, and, and uh, you know, the, the true shepherd does not flee when, when the wolf comes like the hireling does. Uh, the true shepherd is there for the sheep, and he will protect the sheep, and he will care for the sheep, and he will lead the sheep in the way in which God wants the sheep to be led. He, he is not there for his own aggrandizement. He's not there. Uh, so that people can, you know, just kowtow to him and say, oh, what a, a wonderful... Certainly he's not there for people to be afraid of him. You don't lead by fear, you lead by love. Now, there are some people that have problems with all authority. They live in fear of authority, and that is something that has to be addressed because where you've got true, loving, biblical, spirit-filled authority... Um, those that fear should dissipate in people's lives and they should realize that um, it's a good thing 
to be able to be subject and to be able to trust those that are in authority over you. Also, of course, <clears throat> the the local church is described in Scripture as the body of Christ. Now, not everybody is the eyes. The leadership of the church has to be the eyes for the body. And everybody, therefore, has to trust the vision that the eyes give. But remember, the eyes are part of the head. And Jesus Christ is the head. So what the true spiritual leaders see has to come from Jesus, has to come by revelation from God himself. When they see what Jesus sees, then they can lead the way. Uh, they can lead the church in the way that Jesus wants those people to be led. Very, very important. That's true spiritual authority. So where you see spiritual authority operating the church is on the move. Things are happening. Things are developing. Nothing's ever the same. The congregation isn't stuck. Everybody isn't bored and saying, when's something going to happen around here? Uh, it's exciting to be part of a church that is on the move with God. And where there's true spiritual authority, then the church will be on the move with God. So we can see that, that um, where there is true spiritual authority, there's going to be fruitfulness. And where there is fruitfulness, God is going to be glorified. The church will be effective in fulfilling its call and commission to make disciples. And that is, that is how you can see the difference between where there is authoritarianism and where there is a true spiritual authority. Because where there is authoritarianism, uh, there's a heaviness. There is a spiritual heaviness. Where there is true authority, there is an excitement because people realize that they're part of a move of God. And what did Jesus say? By their fruit, you will know them. So if... if a person is a, 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 um, a truly discerning person spiritually. You can you can tell the difference. Of course, I I had to travel around many 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 different churches in all the years that I've been traveling, and uh, you know you go into churches and you can pretty well sense what kind of leadership that church has almost immediately. Uh, you can pick it up from the spiritual atmosphere that exists among the people. And you know where there's a heavy-handed authoritarianism where people are almost afraid to cough, you know. Uh, and where the leadership is just self-conscious about their position and wanting everybody to acknowledge how important they are, as opposed to the true spiritual authority where there's always a humility. There's, where there's true spiritual authority, there's always humility in the, in the leadership. Why? because God raises up the humble, yes, but because, you see, to exercise true spiritual authority, you have to be subject to the authority of God yourself. And as I've been saying, the more submitted you are, the more you can exercise that authority. And the more submitted you are, the more humble you are. 
You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 